This is Black Death. This is Slam. And we have special guest today, Naven. Hey guys. Yay. Yay, Naven. <laughs> <laughs> this is 30 and 60, an Over 30 Clan podcast. Today, big episode two, the big deuce. Uh, we're going to be talking about. <laughs> <It's a big laughs> <deuce>. <laughs> we're going to be talking about uh, the state of the clan, what's new, uh, new new folks coming in. We're we'll talking about Black Ops. Uh, Naven's got a Halo Four review for us. Uh, I have extra special news. Uh, PlayStation Four specs were leaked. We'll talk about that. Uh, if we have time, maybe get into uh, the Wii U, since that was released here uh, shortly ago, and also an Assassin's Creed 3 review by myself, if there's time. So, welcome aboard, sit down, hang on, shut up, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the State of the Clan, uh, for November so far, is still really active, with Black Ops 2 coming out, uh, 21 new xbox applicants for november so far nine on the playstation side so uh if you're on the forum why do you think, do you think it's been so heavy on the xbox side uh honestly i think it may have to do <laughs> from what i know granted i haven't played on playstation but you can probably concur with this that the game plays better on xbox i i concur with that at least uh it did for my Warfare for three I, I can't even comment on black ops 2 yet now, Naven, do you have a PlayStation or no? I do have a PlayStation. Um, I don't use it very often, though, because I hear that the the PlayStation Network, since it's free, I hear the lag is a lot worse. Is that is that the case with you guys? Yeah, I, I concur with that. Yeah. Have you played anything multiplayer on PS3? That's a negative. I uh, I don't even have... I have, like, one friend on my friend list on PS3. I'm <laughs> pretty much solely an Xbox guy. Okay. <clears throat> so, I... Uh, I think that that is pretty much the gist of it, um, mm. in my opinion. But I'm sure maybe PlayStation guys would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as, uh, I was going to mention, if you're on the forum, be sure to check out the applicants section to uh, pre-screen and vote on applicants. Uh, I've said before, and I'll say it again: uh, the clan is what you put into it. You know, if you don't participate in any way shape or form then don't bitch about it it, it not doing anything for you <laughs> <laughs> i gotta i gotta clean up my friends list to uh make room for some some new guys oh yeah speaking of that uh <laughs> and how <laughs> uh naven has no friends on playstation <laughs> uh it, it's just sure yeah it's no friends really yeah. anyway oh <laughs> everybody said <laughs> <laughs> buy a buy a refurbed Xbox and, and add Maven right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's been tough, man, with having so many people. The Xbox is running three rosters, and there's two on PlayStation, <clears throat> two partials on PlayStation. Xbox is probably one and a half or full, and mm. then the third one is probably up to 30-some people now. But it's tough, you said with the friends list thing, because uh, I've had to, you know, tell people, you know, I'm going to kind of rotate friends here for a little bit just because I try to keep it uh, fresh and make sure that the new guys, you know, have people to play with. Uh, yeah. So that's another suggestion. Uh, uh, this Friday, hopefully, I'm going to try and push the fact, FNG Friday, 
So yeah, I'll, make, good. I'll make a That's post today, especially with it being the day after Thanksgiving. Most people should have it off, hopefully. If not, why, why do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll try and do an FNG Friday. Uh, maybe get some uh, private matches going. I had some really good ideas uh, for some private matches. You know, in the past, of course, we've had Pew Pew within Black Ops, and we tried a little bit with Modern Warfare. It wasn't as easy. But, dude, I think a really good game type for Black Ops 2 private lobby would be using the Executioner, that that uh, pistol that uses the 20-gauge yep. shotgun shells. <laughs> Maybe a Dom game with Riot Shield and Executioner or something. I don't down. think I've even seen the Executioner. Oh, yeah, it's a... It's a, well, it's a, it's a six-round revolver. That shoots shotgun shells. Yeah, it's, nice. it's like the last pistol. Yeah, yep. It's uh, a model. Well, they have a. I don't. I don't remember Executioner is one, but I know Taurus actually makes a revolver called the Judge, which uses four ten shotgun shells. So, I, yeah, I don't know if it's a just a copy of that, or if there's actually a version of the Executioner. But they do have various versions: the Judge, the Jury. <laughs> so it probably yeah. does. They probably do. <clears throat> so. I was looking at the list of new people on the on the forum. So yeah, that's all. FNG Friday going. <laughs> get, get the, <laughs> try and get no FNG comment. Friday. FNG no, Friday. Okay. Try let's part, try and participate on that. I'll put up a post today, and uh, we'll do some private lobbies. Uh, people I want to play with. A lot, a lot of people want to play with. Oh yeah, dude! It's... A lot of invites lately. Uh, I'm at like 77 on my friends list. I started with 12 when I joined the clan, so that's quite yeah. the change. I'm with you. I'm I uh, I I'm at 100, and uh, who I was playing with somebody, and they said, "Man, you gotta you gotta make room and uh, send me a friend request." I'm like, done deal. <laughs> <laughs> I go through and I was like, which one of you do I not play with ever? So. You gotta go. <laughs> a couple of people have duplicate accounts. Like you have a side account, so yeah. you don't mess up your stats. <laughs> so I, I, you know what? I haven't even I haven't even started on that one yet. Yeah, Missler has that. another account, and so those ones I told those people, I'm like, I'm gonna probably delete that account because I need to keep the room open for the, the new people. And another oh, thing. Oh yeah, that was that was one thing I did. I had my other account as a friend on my main account. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> am I doing that for? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> Another thing that I'm just freaking out if I ever saw my other account pop on. <laughs> <laughs> if it did, then you know. pieces online. <laughs> Some slam on slam action. <laughs> yeah, slam on slam action. So another thing to keep in mind is I try to tell people, especially those of us that have been in the clan a while, is uh, people on your roster, you know, don't get all butt hurt if you're removed from a friends list, if you're on the same roster, because that's sort of double duty. You know, when you're in the game, uh, a lot of people don't know this even, uh, when you you can hit Y on the Xbox side to go to your friends list, and then you can write and left bumper, and you'll see your entire friends list listed in the game. You don't have to go to the Xbox menu, and you can see everybody in your clan or that roster, whether they're online or not. So you're kind of wasting a friends list spot if they're already in your roster because you'll be able to see them in that list anyhow. 
Yep. So if you're pushing the threshold, you know, I, I, I have like 99 right now. I try to keep one free for any FNG that comes along. <laughs> That's what I need to do. Then, uh, you know, just send them a message and a tip for the new guys. Uh, because I remember when I first started, it was a little intimidating because, you know, some people already had their groups or cliques, if some people would call them, that they hang out with to try and, you know, make new friends. Uh, so don't be afraid. Pop in a game. Pop in a party. You know, don't be intimidated if they already have six people because sometimes those six aren't all playing together. You know, sometimes uh, somebody will be playing a different game even or Sly a lot of times. I've seen him just pop in and he's watching Netflix, you know, but he wants to hear us bullshit and rage bike. <laughs> Sometimes they're passed out on the couch. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so for the FNGs, don't be afraid to hop in. Uh, you got to kind of put your, put your toe in the water and, and get out there. So uh, I wanted to briefly go back uh, and recap us a little bit. Uh, Slam, when did you join the clan? Uh, I am coming up on my year, 1128. Is when I came on. Okay, so I think I was there a little before you. I think October, last yep. October. And Naven, when did you come in? I got to be honest, I don't really know. I think it was last August. Okay. <clears throat> I believe it was right before Delta joined. Okay. So yeah, we got a lot of long termers still out here. So Naven, uh, you joined uh, November twenty fifth. So you're almost <laughs> okay. out of year. So not even close. Okay, good. Thanks for. <laughs> Five days to your anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're actually you actually joined before I did. Oh, okay. So I didn't play with a lot of people. I was kind of shy uh, when it came to playing online with people because most of the people I'd come in contact with were pretty pretty dickish, um, and so I <laughs> so you don't like I started the competition, playing with right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I started playing with you guys, and then I decided that you know it's not so bad talking. I mean. You guys are still dicks, but at least I can. <laughs> at least I can yeah, compete. Yeah, I, I do remember. I remember Slam. I remember Slam. I used to see Slam on all the time, playing fucking free for all, of course. And uh, do you remember the first couple of games we played together, Slam, in free for all? Yes. Okay. In free for all or like private lobby? Free for all. It was free for all. I, I popped it, it a couple times. We played two or three games together at first because you never play Dom. You never play Dom. And uh, and see, I was in a much smaller clan on the first Black Ops, and sort of, I, I I assume every clan has like their thing, you know. And what we would basically do is just spam the friends list with invites, and mm -hmm. if somebody was already in a party, they would just send you an invite back, and that was sort of this unspoken rule. So I can see where people may get confused coming into a new group of you know how things work and whatnot. So. Uh, but don't be shy. <clears throat> That's why I think these private lobbies would be uh, good for everybody because uh, I'm sure people think I'm a complete belligerent asshole, and they'd be right, but uh, I'm also uh, good <laughs> to play with. <laughs> yeah, usually I, I was never interested in doing private lobbies because I'm kind of an XP whore, and... Uh... And playing with all you guys, it kind of showed that you know another side of the game that's kind of fun. So I appreciate that a little more now. Yeah, I would say. Uh, well, that's the one thing I, why I like the clan so much is overall, and it's sort of the the mantra we've adopted is uh, PTFO, right? 
And yeah, so right. we, even though we do have uh, some people tend to be a little more kill horish, it's still it's still objective based, man. I don't think that there's anybody in there right now that we play with on a regular basis that would disregard the objective for you know, stats or whatever right now. So that's one of the best things about playing in the clan. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So Black Ops 2, here we are on uh, a week. One week. Came out the 13th, right? So a week since it's been out. Uh, I'm level 51, 53? I can't remember now. I just looked on Elite. Where uh, where are you guys at? I'm 52. I am first prestige 39, 38, 39, somewhere around there. About you? Yeah, I'm first prestige early 20s. Jesus. How many hours do you guys have played? Like five. No way. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna get on. I'll get on Elite. I think I got... Uh, I think I'm at like... <laughs> 14, 15 hours. Damn. How about you, Navin? Do you know? Uh, I don't really know. I don't I could think, be way off. I think it's around 10. Jesus. Uh, God, I, think. Um, I thought I was doing pretty good points-wise. I got 17 and a half hours played, and I'm nearing my first prestige. <clears throat> so, a double XP week and really, uh, really yeah. helped. So what do you guys think of the game? I like it. <laughs> um, initial, I, uh, initial thoughts. Initial thoughts when you first played it, the first day or two. Um, first day, uh, um, I had a really hard time adjusting to it. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. It seemed like I was constantly having people behind me, and and. I would play the way I, I got 20 hours played, by the way. I was way off. Um, I play the way I try to play and, you know, stay the outside of the map and, you know, check corners and stuff like that. And it never seemed like, always seems like I was always a step behind. But um, I like the maps. Um, pick 10 is, uh, I'm getting used to it. It seems like I need, who was, someone posted said, uh, I need like, a, I need a pick. 12 or something like that. Yeah. I oh, agree with that. It's like, 10, like there's always, That's yeah, it it's like, there's always one thing more that I want. Yep. You know. How about you, Navin? Well, I completely agree with that. I think that if they had a pick 11, <laughs> it would make it a lot better just because it seems like, uh, I mean, they did that on purpose, obviously. But um, I, I really like the pick 10 system. I really like the special, or the special effects. I really like the graphics. Um, I wasn't a big fan of all the menu systems and everything. It just doesn't seem very intuitive to me. Uh, yeah. But you gotta the biggest problem shit. I had, <laughs> right, the biggest problem I had the first, well, I'm still having, is just hit detection. It just seems like everyone is faster yeah. down the site than I am. Um, yeah. I mean, and I played every Call of Duty game. I've always held a, you know, KD around 1.4, 1.5. I have one up as 1.8, and this I'm at 1.05 right now, uh, and it's you know it's frustrating me. But again, playing with the clan, I I'm starting to care less about KD and more about score per minute and that type of thing. 
Yeah, your score per minute's three thirty-three with seven, right. seventeen hours played. By the way, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, I was way off as well. <clears throat> so uh, when I first played, I think yeah, you guys can chime in on this, but from Modern Warfare to even the first or second Black Ops, to me, the aim down sight is much slower than Modern Warfare three. So I think that is a big adjustment to get used to. Right. Know, yeah. the, the movement when you're aimed down sight. So uh, I think I started like a .8 KD in the first day or so. And then I got to tell you, man, <clears throat> this game must really favor shit connections because <laughs> uh, everybody has been... I might have to get rid of the one bar clan tag because everybody in the, uh, in the last week has been like, oh, I can't believe your connection, Black. You know, two or three bars most times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... Uh, I've been, uh, up until last night, we had a rough start last night, but, man, we've just been crushing people. I, I was almost wondering, you know, obviously the game must favor a bad connection because everyone seems to be having a hard time but myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but I'm definitely getting the feel for it. I think the spawns, man, it's, I don't know if they'll ever get it 100%, but the spawns... I, I would say in Black Ops 2 are even more butthole-ish. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. Man, you can yeah. really get fucked bad. You will be... If you're in a Dom game and you're trying to triple cap, they will spawn right on top of you after you cap the third flag, and and you'll just get hammered. Yeah, hard, yeah uh, I, hard point is that way, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I start, Which, by the way, what do you guys think? Have you guys played much hard point? Yeah, no, yeah. I've only played a little bit with with you guys and Slam and Delta or uh, Captain Delta, yeah. but maybe five or six games, if that. I really like it. I probably played a dozen or so, most of them on Nuketown, yeah. and uh, I mean I like it. It's a lot, just like uh, Drop Zone, you know, minus mm-hmm. the care packages. And uh, I'm starting to get the get the hang of it, and uh, um, uh, God, you're the the points you can rack up. Is crazy. Like I got here. I got. A, I got a game. I was looking at my recent matches. Uh, my score per minute was four hundred and forty-three per minute. Nice. Uh, yeah. Last week we we were in that that game. I posted a screenshot on the forum. Uh, Migs had ninety some kills in a hardpoint game. For some reason, uh, <clears throat> Elite was only showing seventy something. And uh, but I have the game recorded somewhere. <clears throat> I went like fifty and something, I think fifty and thirty, and he had like a six hundred, seven hundred score per minute That's, that game. <laughs> that was the hard point on Nuketown. Yeah. What do you guys think about them uh, pulling Nuketown? I thought that was I bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's. I, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think it's that big of a deal in in the long run, but. It's borderline false advertising, uh, getting people to pre-order. I mean, I know Absolutely. it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, they never said Nuketown for a limited time only. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like what... the fucking McRib. <clears throat> don't you bring it back on Christmas. Don't fuck with the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I want my Shamrock Shake. <laughs> Yeah, I just read that today on the forum that they pulled Nuketown from the playlist. Now, they pulled Nuketown 24-7, right? 
in Nuketown was added to the standard rotation? No. no? From what I can tell, no. it's not even standard rotation. It's, yeah, it's, oh. it's gone. Gone, gone. You, I mean, you probably might be able to do it in a private match, I think. But that's yeah, you it. can do it in a custom match, yeah. Oh, that's fucking stupid. I bet, I bet they did that on purpose to slow down people leveling so fast for the Christmas rush. Because they, be. they don't want, you know, with a couple of real hardcore players, YouTubers out there, you know, for the race to 11th Prestige or whatever, they don't want people just, like, like we mentioned last night, we were talking, who yeah. uh, was a dead Eric said, I can't wait for Christmas, I just want some yeah. noobs. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's not like having a 12-year-old want his Christmas present taken back after he gets in the lobby with us. Yeah. <laughs> But, Do you guys remember this time last year, uh, uh, two years ago, when Black Ops came out, and it was a was it the first? No, it wasn't the first time that they had the um, vote for, vote on maps or whatever. But um, they did that was before they put it to uh, a two round limit or two two game limit on a map before it wasn't uh, available anymore. So people would get in on a Nuketown map and they would just keep voting it. And you'd play it like, you know, 10, 12, 15, 20 times in a row. Yeah, now in Black Ops 2, it's just a two-round or two-game limit, right? After two, it's voted out. Yeah, well, they 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 eventually... Hello? <laughs> David, stop whining. Stop whining, David. God. Stop whining. But yeah, they, uh, they finally changed that in Black Ops that, that came out where they... They put a two-round limit on it. So overall, how would you compare it to Modern Warfare 3? Better, worse, the same? I think it's. I think they're. I think they're apples and oranges. To be honest. Yeah, I was. I was gonna agree. I, I have to agree. I was thinking the same thing. I think that there's things that I like a lot better on Modern Warfare 3, and then I like some of the choices they made you know, making your loadouts in this one. So if they could make a game with, you know, all the positives and none of the negatives, that'd be the perfect game. But <laughs> I, I think the graphics are much better in Black Ops 2 than Modern Warfare, just in terms of, uh, I know it's still an older graphics engine, but it just everything in Modern Warfare 3 seemed dark and gray and brown. And there's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of variety in color now in Black Ops 2, and I think it's a little easier to see people. I think it's hard as hell to see people in Modern Warfare. Uh, uh, the sound is awesome. The explosions and some of the guns, uh, man, it's great. It, it really sounds like real artillery and, and gunfire, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, how about kill streaks? Uh, what are you guys' favorite kill streaks? Get to play with those around uh, much? I, I've been I've been running low ones just because, you know, like with the UAV and the counter UAV, you get points for assists and stuff like that. So I've been running those just so I could get those assist points. Um, so I haven't really gotten into the bigger kill streaks yet. And quite honestly, I don't think I could <laughs> hit a big kill streak right now. Yeah, that's the same for me. I haven't. Uh, I've been just doing the UAV, um, hunter killer, and uh, the drop package, um, mostly because of the like, like Slam said, the uh, the assist points. But guys, seriously, we were talking about this last night. 
you try using that black hat, that thing that decrypts the um, enemy equipment and that type of thing. That is not only is it extremely useful and awesome. It's so fun to to run up under somebody. Uh, what what is the perk that's orange that you can see other people's equipment? Engineer. Engineer. If you have engineer equipment yeah. while you're using this, you can see someone in upper buildings that has set you know claymores and um, bouncing beddies. You can hack those, and then when they're standing, they kill themselves. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Captain Captain is the one that, that tuned us in on that, and uh, uh, the the equipment's called Black Hat, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, and and so you want to use that with Engineer, and then like Navin said, you can hack anything in the game, you can, any equipment, you can including care packages. It's like. Uh, uh, what was it called in the first Black Ops uh, when you could reroll care packages? Um, that was wasn't that Hardline Pro? Uh, I don't remember. <clears throat> but it, you you anything that's a lethal equipment you can hack to kill the originating team member or anybody on their team. You can hack care packages. This one, oh my god, I will be so surprised if they don't nerf this. Because it seems so overpowered. If if the enemy team drops a care package, you can hack it and then leave it. And when they go to pick it up, you get it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they'll they'll like go to pick it up and then just get nothing and wonder what the fuck. And then all of a sudden you get their care package. It's in your inventory. I wonder if you could. I wonder if you could hack it as it's still coming in on the helicopter. I would guess so because you can hack. You can use it to shoot down or hack. Aerial assault, right, Naven? Yeah. So UAVs, you can take down a UAV with it. A stealth chopper, I think, takes two uses. And it's a one-time use, right? You use it, and it's gone. Yeah, but you can do the double up, and so you can have two of them. Yeah, you can do the tactical, whatever it's called, and have two... T- uh, ta- or, uh, it's tactical. It's considered tactical equipment, or... Yeah, it is. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So yeah, give it a try, guys. Uh, I'm planning on giving it a whirl to to play with, and uh, I would assume some other. It's engineers your third tier, right? So you could use uh, Dead Silence with that, maybe, if you want to double them up. <laughs> he, <All> agree- right. <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> I'm gonna go and take care of him. All right. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like. Uh, having a lot of fun that's for sure i uh yeah. i love the game man i love it i really uh lost a lot of sleep playing it the first couple of days <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it really panned off i got busy with shit so hopefully yeah. i definitely plan on getting on today uh so uh let's move on to the wii u a little bit or no well yeah, let's move on to the Wii U a little bit. That'll take uh, about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I think, uh, oh my God, I can't remember his name now. Uh, he's on the forum. He's got the uh, like the X-Wing avatar. Wally? Was it Wally? Wally Dog? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think he Wally. bought one. And now, you you got a Wii, right, Slam? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and I've had one for years, uh, you know, and it's not a bad console. I mean, uh, it's not. It has its demographic. Let's say that. 
Yeah, they, you, you know, Nintendo in the past, uh, all their consoles have all been mainly targeted toward younger gamers, really. Right. It, you know, they didn't have a lot of the blockbuster titles, especially violent titles or mature-rated titles. Right. And, and so with the culture changing <laughs> and everyone being much more violent, <laughs> uh, I think that it, it's hurt them. But uh, the Wii U has sold... Uh, insane numbers and i think part of that is because how uh, he- easy it is to hack <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah but uh you know i don't mind the wii u uh, so, or the the first wii i'm sorry uh some things i wish they would have changed the fucking controllers you know why do i need a sensor for a controller why you know why does it need a line yeah. of sight for anything right uh, oh my god that's my biggest pet peeve with that console but you know i got a six-year-old he loves it loves it to death plays the shit out of it you know and i've never had trouble with it never had an issue with it you know it never had a disc reader or any issues like that so uh but i think nintendo uh, i think they picked a bad time to come out with a new console really it, they yeah, really i didn't even I, I didn't even know it came out <laughs> That's another thing. Is I've the, seen I've seen one commercial on it. Yep, they've been advertising the new Mario game a little bit, but the, I don't know what's going on with Nintendo. It is, they just really seem to be like in the dark of how video game culture has right. turned, because uh, you know it's a lack of advertising. They they come out with a console that to me barely barely scrapes by. You know the the, the specs of this console should have been the Wii. Really, it's because to come out with a 1080p console now, like, <laughs> six months before your two biggest competitors are going to come out with new generation consoles. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you may be thinking you're beating them to the punch, but I don't know. And the, the well, whole... go ahead, Parker. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say the one thing I think that they're trying to do. I've read a few articles on this, and they're they're always trying to appeal to a certain niche that or niche or however you pronounce it. Um, that is focused on cheaper, more um, family-oriented gaming. Right. The problem with that is that then they create a controller that you have to, you know, sell your firstborn child to to have another one. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> That's one thing I want to add real quick. Is another thing that makes no sense. Uh, you come out with a new console with a new controller, which obviously if you haven't seen it, it's like a tablet pretty much. It's sort of a mix between a flat tablet-like Xbox controller with a screen in it. And it, the console comes with one controller, right? You can't buy another yeah. controller yet. It won't be available till early next year. <laughs> so what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> and as far as I understand, you can't use the old controllers with the system. Gosh. So I don't know. It just seems like a big fail. But uh, fail. <laughs> to, but to comment to your uh, family gaming, Naven, th- th- I mean they're trying. They're trying. I'll give them that. They're trying to go into a new market. But see, before a lot of people didn't realize this, every Nintendo game is licensed by Nintendo. So if you're a studio and you want to release a game to Nintendo you basically have to sell them the licensing rights to do it because right. there is no game that's like buy somebody else. It's a Nintendo game. And yeah. that's why a lot of these old school 
original Nintendo games, some of the super rare ones that are worth so much money, were like the very few that slipped through. Like yeah. there's a there's a Tetris uh cart for the original Nintendo that that's worth a ton of money and uh and one other um some Olympic game. But anyhow, so they're finally getting out of that realm and they're gonna allow they're gonna have well, the Wii they had Modern Warfare and Black Ops, the first one on the Wii. And uh, so they tried a little bit there, but now with the new console, they're going to really step it up and try and get some more uh, adult-type games in there. But I can't really see... The controller, I think to date, the game, was it the Nintendo 64? Probably had the best controller. And that's probably because it was probably the most like an Xbox controller. But every controller Nintendo's had has been shitty, in my opinion. You know, they're they're not very ergonomic. They don't really make a lot of sense in the layout. Uh, the the new controller is ridiculously big. I kind of like the idea that it it's interactive. I really like the idea that you can turn it off a TV and the kids can play on the controller so that yeah, they don't really. tie up your TV. But uh, it just well, how it, practical is that? Like, I, I mean, are everybody's you gonna want to play a game now? So right. Are you going to want to play a game on a little controller when your wife says, I want to watch Project Runway? Like, it just doesn't seem <laughs> like it's really going to be that much of a, a selling point for a lot of people. I feel like it's a failing business model that they're that they're focusing on this, this you know, cheap gamer. Yeah, they're behind the times. Sorry. What were you saying? They're behind the times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, Can I go off on a way big tangent? Sure. Yeah. We we all can we all uh, agree that the Nintendo UE or Wii U or whatever the fuck it's called sucks. <laughs> no one cares about okay. it. <laughs> sure. I want to go back to the original Nintendo. Over. Original oh. Nintendo. Super Mario Brothers. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. I don't. This is this may be this. I may just blow your mind, but. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the original Super Mario Brothers 2 that never made it to the U.S.? You mean the Japanese? Yeah. That thing the Japanese? Is... Yeah. Have you ever that played it? Crazy. It's ridiculously high. Have you ever seen it, Black Death? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So, okay. You remember Mario Brothers, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, the one that you know of that looked totally different from... Super Mario Brothers 1, you know, where you pull up the, the turnips and shit like that and carry them around. <laughs> yeah. um, the original Japanese version of Super Mario Brothers 2 looked very similar to Mario Brothers 1, and they never released it in the U.S. because uh, it was too difficult. They said it was too difficult, and, and so people wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> it just shows how out of touch they are. Yeah, and, so, and then... Um, the Mario Brothers two that we uh, that we know with the turnips and the and the sand and all that crap. Yeah. Uh, Shy guys. That was <laughs> over in Japan. That was, it was actually a different game. Um, all they did was they took a, an existing game and they stuck in Mario, Luigi, the princess, and and all that. <laughs> so and you should. You, yeah. So Google it if you if. Look up, um, you know, the original Super Mario Brothers two, and uh, and you can and you can see it. You can you can still download. Well, I don't know if you still can, but you could download the ROMs at 
Oh, yeah, the ROMs are all over the place, dude, for every Nintendo console, from the original one up to the 3DS. You can get ROMs and emulators to run on your PC. In my opinion, that's the only thing that keeps Nintendo popular right now, is because of the the black market. (laughs) Right. I was guilty of that. I used to to, um, modify the original Xboxes so you could uh, play emulators on them. And so I got I got Xboxes with like three thousand you know old ROM games on them. Nintendo, Sega, you name it. So I'm, I'm looking on Forbes here, and it says, and I, obviously if you don't know, the Wii U is priced at uh, what two ninety nine with a the an eight and sixteen gig version. The the sixteen gig being two nine or three or three fifty or two uh, three forty nine. I'm sorry. And it says that Xbox there. Connect to that. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you can get a Xbox with Skyrim and a 12-month live card for that right now. <laughs> that's right. So um, they said they're sold out already, and of course, that's because of all the whores that bought as many as they could, and they're reselling on eBay for four to five hundred dollars. <laughs> right, right. Welcome to capitalism. Yeah, hang yeah. on one sec, guys. Don't go away. Slam, does it sound like, am I breaking up to you guys? Or are you guys breaking up to each other at all? Um, it's a little, it, it gets a little choppy every, every once in a while. I think that's okay. just, I think it's, um, Black Dust Connection. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on me. <laughs> all right. So, um, one last thing about the Wii U that, in my opinion, is probably the biggest crutch, and that is online play. Playing online with the Wii. I mean, there were only a few titles you could really enjoy, like Mario Kart and stuff like that. And it was still a pain in the ass. They had no way to, you know, connect with friends. Do you guys remember the friend code? How fucking yeah. stupid is that? Like, oh, okay, let me write down this 16 fucking digit code. That reminds me, remember you used to have save game codes? That's what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right, this slam is XYB783-7439. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're they're supposed to fix that with the Wii U with uh what they call it? Me, uh, Me U or Me Verse I can't remember what they call it now but it still doesn't sound as nearly as uh, slipstreamed as like Xbox Live or PlayStation Network so yeah yeah they're behind the times so uh, new consoles PlayStation three or four I'm sorry PlayStation four some of the uh, a lot like everything else Sony does, information's leaked and <laughs> and hacked. <laughs> yeah. And uh, some PlayStation Four specs were released out on the internet. Uh, Hardware-wise, it sounds real promising. There is uh, I don't know if it's just the code name for now, but there's talk that they're going to call it the Orbis for some reason, O R B I S, and it's going to run on the AMD A10 series processor. Now, I know we don't have a, a lot of PC tards in the clan, but uh, basically, <clears throat> this is the best bang for the buck processor you can buy right now. It, it has an integrated graphics processor built into it, and uh, with this A10 processor, you could get a laptop or a desktop without a video card. And this processor, by the way, is like 110 bucks retail. And you could play all the latest games. You could play Skyrim or uh, uh, Crisis on a laptop. 
with one of these A10 processors. So I think they did a really good job picking that for the hardware. Uh, it'll be 1080p by, uh, with 60 frames a second, which is what the Xbox is now. Uh, actually, Xbox is interlaced, isn't it? 1080i? Or is it P? I forget. I think it's mm. P. Uh, there are two dev kits that came in an 18 and a 16 gig RAM version. So uh, I my guess is they're probably on the fence about which version they're going to release. I doubt that they would release two different versions with that RAM. They probably just want to see which one is more economical. Uh, it'll. I'm just... looking. I'm looking at Oracle right now, and then they're talking about the, the 720 and the PlayStation 4 are going to have upgradable parts. So instead of having two versions, you'll be able to upgrade them. That is a good. Uh, pricing model. It, it sort of goes on uh, what we talked about last episode about uh, Planetside being a free game, but it's based on microtransactions. I think you're going to probably see a lot of that now because, uh, you know, with the economy hurting a little bit. You know, not and the big reason I think people go to console is because they didn't want to spend $1,200, $1,400 on a PC. And uh, so still to flip out Three, four, five. God, how much was PlayStation Three when it came out? Six hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's just too much to ask of people, in my opinion, right now. So that's a good way, I think, for them to uh, keep fresh in the market. Uh, you know, dip your toe in for one price model, uh, and then upgrade later. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, let's see what else they're talking about. Let's Blu-ray again. With a 256 gig hard drive, there's talk that maybe a solid state drive. Now uh, that would be nice. The price of solid state drives have have come down a lot. And again, if you're not familiar with what that is, <clears throat> basically in your original hard drive, you know, there's a platter, a disc, and it's sort of like a old record player, you know. And there's a head that moves back and forth to read this data in a solid state drive. There are no moving parts. It's basically like a RAM drive. It's much much faster. Uh, uses a lot less power and uh, all, virtually almost indestructible. I mean, uh, a physical hard drive, you can drop it on the ground and fuck your data up, and these solid-state drives uh, are just beasts. Hmm. Uh, it's going to include uh, Wi-Fi. And it, looks, it looks like wired and uh, Wi-Fi with uh, HDMI outputs. And you mean you don't have to spend a hundred dollars to make your console wireless? Yeah, I know. Isn't that <laughs> fucking stupid? <laughs> uh. Oh, that's funny. I always thought that was a joke. To even back on the the Wii thing, to, to sell any console with one controller, in my opinion, is stupid. You, the <laughs> Nintendo, the original Nintendo, came with two controllers, did it not? Yeah, so, yeah. and I think that was the last one that ever did that. Ever since then, everybody just give you one controller. Genius. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, that's extra. Okay. So, so look forward to that. Did you, uh, did, Naven, did you see any other uh, secret squirrel stats on the new Xbox? Uh, yeah, well, they're talking about transmedia gaming uh, so that you can play games and run applications at the same time. Uh, they're doing that for the next generation systems probably so that the different components can be tasked with each job. Um, but of course that would, that would need a more advanced GPU and CPU combo that is kind of cheap right now. So like you said, the AMD processors could do it if they have a good GPU in there. 
<clears throat> but again, you know, when that kind of stuff comes out in the beginning, that's always kind of messy. Right. I heard that they had, uh, I posted this on the forum that Microsoft up there in Redmond in- introduced a bunch of new security uh, protocols because they did not want information on the new console leaked early. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Talk about Halo? Yes. Uh, I know we don't have a lot of Halo players uh, in the clan, but you know, Naven, I think, has the highest gamer score of anybody anybody's ever seen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What's your gamer score up to right now? Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's... I don't even want to share this. It's 62,534. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I thought you were going to say, like, uh, 15, 16,000 or something. 62,000. <laughs> I'm not proud. I mean, uh, I'm a big gamer. I've been gaming since I was, you know, in diapers. And when I was in college, that's when I got the first Xbox. Um, and... Yeah, I played it a lot in college. I like did that, though, actually, man. I like the diversity. Did you actually go for the achievements and stuff? Like, did you find out what the achievements were just so you could get those ten achievement points? <laughs> would Would you like the pathetic answer or the... Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> I actually... Dude, when I was in college, I actually got King Kong just so I could get the easy thousand points when you beat the game. Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, it was that pathetic. Wow. Um, I'm I'm a little bit. I have like minor OCD, and, and so if I Modern Warfare Three is the first game that I played that I tried not to let it stress me out that I didn't get all the points because I didn't have anyone to play the Spec Ops with. Um, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna do it." And then I like had withdrawals and had to start <laughs> had to start a new meth habit. You understand? Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Well, it's good to know that you're a Spec Ops guy, because I I like playing the Spec Ops, man, but I didn't really know anybody else in the clan that did it. And Delta and I played uh, the some Battlefield 3 missions together, and I had a lot of fun, because uh, he couldn't fly a chopper to save his life, but uh, I, I was pretty good at that. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> So, yeah, it's usually just my me and my six-year-old trying to do Spec Ops. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just decided to get more points. I'm just going to keep breeding uh, partners to play with. My son's only two right now, but he's I, I have the controller in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I have a video of my son, I think he was three years old, playing the Wii that... Uh, I can't remember the game. It, basically, you run through levels with the, the sword, and you, all the guys are in... Of course, it's it's Nintendo eyes, so everybody's got padding on, you know, and you're just yeah. whacking whacking the guys with the sword, and it, it's so funny. I go back and watch it every once in a while. It's so funny. He's like, "I got that guy. I got that guy, Dad." <laughs> and he's I dancing that around. Guy's face off. Yeah, he's dancing around, just whack, whack, you know, whacking the fucking remote all around. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so, uh, so Halo, Halo Four came out recently. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't mind playing Halo early on when I first got online with the Xbox, but uh, it could remind me a lot of, like, Unreal Tournament. Being a big PC player in the past, uh, it reminded me of Unreal. 
but there there aren't. I put that post out on the forum uh, about a week ago about what type of gamer are you, and uh, it's funny because I really thought. Uh, Slam and I, you and I talked about this a little bit. That a lot of people would be one-trick ponies like you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it seems like a lot of people have a diverse background. But it just sort of seems like because you know, as we get older and have all these fucking responsibilities and children, we just sort of narrow it down to one. <laughs> right. That seems yeah. to be the gist of the thread. But uh, uh, but. Uh, just real quick, I uh, hate to keep pushing you off, Naven. I just wanted to say, because after reading that thread, it seemed like a lot of people were saying the same thing, you know, because of family and kids and work, uh, don't really have a lot of time. And that's, uh, you know, to involve your kids, you know, like Naven said, you know, I know there's this fine line about violent video games and your children, but uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, zombies with your six-year-old, <laughs> you know, like uh, Skyrim, like RPGs are a really good game. My, my son really likes just watching because you know, it's sort of like a movie happening in front of him that he gets to, you know, participate in what happens. Like Dragon Age was a game that he really liked watching me play. And, uh, you know, like telling the background story and, and all this and get him interested. Uh, so, you know, for you people out there with kids, uh, it's something to consider. Try and get your kids involved uh, in uh, gaming in that regard. Although, although it could be regarded as an, another piece of uh, useless hardware, the Kinect actually is not bad for little kids because they have a lot of the kitty games on that. Um, like there's one that you, uh, you're like in an obstacle course and you jump over rapids and, and – joust and that type of thing and then there's another one um that's like a sesame street game that tells a story um and he likes that one um (laughs) and you know some things like that now i don't use my connect very often but um i'm looking forward to trying that out with him my son is obsessed with wipeout have you guys ever seen the tv show wipeout yes so so he he wants to connect just for wipeout So, uh, real quick tangent, you mentioned Sesame Street. Did you guys hear the news about the guy that does the voice of Elmo? (laughs) Well, first he was accused of sleeping with a 15-year-old boy, and then the guy recanted his tale, and then he recanted his recantion. uh, I don't recantion, is that a word? Anyway, uh, and so now there's another guy that just came out today that said he, he also had a relationship with him, so... Elmo is now uh, put in his two weeks notice. Yeah, Elmo's on the sex offender list. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, it's not hard to get on that thing. You moon a guy in high school, and that's the only mistake you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we're run out of time. So let's let's go with the the Halo review, and then uh, we'll wrap it up with uh, a cool story, bro, that uh, Naven was going to contribute to this time. Nice. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Halo's actually a, a pretty interesting uh, case, mostly because uh, I'm a big campaign fan of Halo. I, if you guys have ever played Halo um, in the past, any of the older Halos, the whole story, the epic saga of Master Chief, has been um, an ongoing um, money money cow, I guess you could say, for, for Microsoft and Bungie. And now this game is taken over by 343 Studios. Um, the campaign. I'm going to talk about the campaign first. Which, by the way, real quick, three four three. This is their first game, right? Three four three, the first game right. they've ever released. 
Yeah. Uh, three four three is an allusion to the Halo universe, so um, that's basically you know a good game to start with. Um, but basically, you are this protagonist, Master Chief, who is uh, is fairly secretive. We don't know much about who's under the armor. We've never seen him before, um, but he is in this constant battle with what they call the Covenant, which is an alien race that um, has a really long, detailed story that you know I'm not, not you know necessarily going to go into. But um, the Covenant War was supposed to end with Halo Three, and uh, that's why their whole marketing campaign was finish the fight and all this stuff. Um, but Halo Four has a new enemy, uh, and that enemy is the um, the Prometheans, and they are setting up for this new epic trilogy uh, that 343 is starting. Um, the campaign mode is special. Uh, I, I don't know of another another phrase that I can use. Um, it's not that much different. It's it's similar enough that all the fans, if you loved Halo in the past, you'll definitely love this. But they added a lot of new nuances in the in the game to make this one a little bit special. Um, mostly they're really playing up the Cortana and Halo or uh, Master Chief romance. Now, Cortana is the um, the AI. is a little holographic girl that lives inside a Master Chief's head um, or his helmet, I guess you could say, and basically helps him with uh, all of his missions. Um, but as you progress throughout all the Halo games, they have this relationship that really is built into an awesome story. Uh, and Halo 4 is um, really just built upon that foundation. And that's actually my favorite part of the campaign. Um, there's a lot of good things. I thought I'd go over a few pros and cons because um, I don't want to, you know, talk your ears off here. But Yeah, that'd be uh, great. Just uh, what, what you like and what you didn't like, you know, from previous yeah. games. Um, the first thing I would say is the graphics. Uh, the graphics on this game are amazing. Um, the landscapes are beautiful. The colors are rich. Mostly, it made the an aging system like the Xbox 360 look like a next-generation console. Um, amazing. Uh, the story, another pro, I talked about that. The character in the world, very few heroes. Uh, he, he fills the slot nicely. Um, there's a whole weird love affair thing going on, but it's more of like a, a partnership than... Wow, wow! Um, <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, the campaign has a real dramatic roller coaster, and the acting, the acting is amazing in it. Um, I've never said that about a game, um, but I think this deserves it. A few things I didn't like about it: um, the campaign length. I beat this on legendary in, in 14 hours. Um, wow. I do I do not recommend playing legendary um, unless you're like I've mentioned earlier, obsessed with gamer score. Um, because I, I remember one level I played for five hours, uh, and I died countless times. Um, so what else? Uh, yeah, and the objectives in the campaign. Although the story in the campaign is awesome, what's happening, what you actually have to do in the campaign is kind of annoying. It's like, Master Chief, to save this race, you have to go here and push this button. And then you run over there and you push the button. You kill a lot of guys <laughs> and push the button. You know, it's, it's it's funny, man, how a game could be such a home run in some regards, and then they completely neglect aspects like that. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't know what they were thinking. Like, they sh- just to, like, complete some objectives, they should have thought, you know what, maybe for 
I don't know, mission eight or nine, we should try not pushing a button. Like it literally <laughs> every single let's, time you have let, to push a button. Let's at least change the color of the button. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, dude. The the buttons were like they all even looked like they're like terminals with buttons. They're like, okay, hop off this train. Oh, oh, the train stopped. Push that button. Oh, you're back on the train. Oh, oh, the train stopped again. Push that button. Like, um. Oh man. So it, as bad as that sounds, though, I I think this game is a must play for anyone who enjoys a good story in a in an epic, uh, you know, an epic type scale. Um, multiplayer. Have you guys played multiplayer at all? I played. Uh... Uh, Halo 3 multiplayer for like one night, I, but I've never played the campaign of, of any of them. Let's be honest, that's really all you need to do. Uh, the multiplayer um, is good if you like that sort of thing. I, I guess that's the only way I can think of saying it. They've um, they've borrowed a lot of ideas from the Call of Duty games, including the loadouts. Um, you can unlock weapons and attachments. That all really wasn't in there for Halo 2 and 3. Um so, I mean, they took a lot of the good things from the first-person shooters that I've enjoyed and that we all enjoy as, a, as the th- Over 30 Clan, but um, it's more of I just like being in the Halo world, so that's why I've played it. Um, at the end of the day, I'm still going back to Black Ops. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing I wanted to ask you, and in, in not having played the campaign and just knowing uh, what I've read about Halo, there seems to be a lot of sim- uh, similarities to me, between Halo and Mass Effect, um, in terms of the story, it, it, it seemed that way to me. Well, I think that a lot of the time um, you are going to see these comparisons in the media because they're science fiction. Okay. Um, uh, apart from you know, like military fiction and things like that, like Battlefield or Call of Duty or Medal of Honor, that type of thing. Um, but really, if you play the story, they're nothing alike. Um, okay. It's it's much more – well, I take that back. It is like that you have one main protagonist that's basically a god. Um, the only difference is Master Chief um, deserves that honor, whereas um, Lieutenant Shepard or Colonel Shepard or Captain whatever the hell, I don't even know. Um, Shepard is just a really good guy that's gotten lucky and has had like a lot of friends help him, where Master Chief is a complete badass. <laughs> you calling you calling uh, Shepherd a pussy? <laughs> uh, well, okay, it's not that, but you have to admit he did get his ass blown up, and then someone put him together with like robotic pieces. I mean, like, <laughs> hey man, right? six million dollar man all over again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Master Chief is probably one of my favorite, apart from anyone who reads the Dark Tower series, Roland Deschain. I don't know if anyone listening to this does that but apart from that character master chief is probably my my most favorite protagonist in any story uh, and this is coming from an english major uh, <laughs> and a guy with a sixty thousand gamer score <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not there's a lot of heroes in there right <laughs> um and, and so and master chief definitely holds up in this game to be that hero that you know the world needs we don't deserve but we need again to serve <laughs> Something. Now, would you say uh, uh, you could hop into this game not familiar with the franchise and still pick up where they left off? To be completely honest, no. Uh, that was going to be my last con, was that I think that, I mean, you can. It's it's 
you're going to run here, shoot people and push a button. Um, but I, I'm not going to lie. Everyone's going to be like, Oh, Navin's the guy that cried at the video game. But, um, <laughs> at the end of the halo four, I teared up. Uh, and the reason why is because you have invested in these characters since the first halo. Um, and I'm not afraid to, sh- afraid to say that or ashamed to say that I get pretty involved with characters that I'm reading and playing with. And these two characters, Cortana and Halo, or Master Chief, um, really came through in this game. So I would definitely recommend it to anyone who's ever read any of the books or seen any of the um, any of the webisodes or played out the other games. Side note, I'll get off my soapbox, but if you have not watched, even if you're not a Halo fan, if you have not watched Forward Unto Dawn, it's a five-part YouTube series that is uh, – live action halo universe with live action uh master chief um machinima and microsoft put that together it is they need to make a movie of it now like yesterday um and i've come to find out that that's why they may put 10 million dollars into making it because they want to show people that microsoft could also be a movie industry uh a filmmaker um so if you have not watched that, either of you guys or anyone listening to this, watch it today. It's amazing. Oh, Excellent. Look at that. Uh, well, thanks a lot, dude. I, re- I appreciate you taking the time in that. And I, I wouldn't feel uh, like anybody – in my opinion, like you mentioned, getting emotional about the game. Uh, in my opinion, and I think that they did a really good job telling the story then. If you felt that way, you know, Mass, yeah. a lot of people were passionate about uh, Mass Effect, and that's why a lot of people were pissed about the way that uh, Bioware ended that the last game, including right. my, including myself. But we, we could talk about that on another show. But uh, but yeah, people, uh, a lot of people consider video games art, and if that's the case, then you're going to be passionate about it if you're really into it, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's something a lot of video games lack is a compelling story. It, I guess it depends on the game, but uh, if it's any type of RPG, you know, that, with a campaign like that, then uh, they, it definitely needs a good story and good characters. And yeah, so, I'm, I'm probably going to have to commit Harry Carey after this, after saying this. But <laughs> I could give a shit about Mason. Mason, I don't care about that character or his son or whoever else is in Black Ops Two. Um, I just never <laughs> yeah. cared about. Him. I, when Ghost died, I laughed. So it says something about the, the single player of the Call of Duty versus Halo. <clears throat> yeah, but the when, first, the, you know, when I don't care about. Yeah, the first Black Ops game, uh, I I never played the multiplayer. I never played on Xbox Live, it, it, and I was ready to take that game back. I'm like, I don't know, understand why people love this game so much. The campaign is shit. And uh, that's when I and the reason I ha- I didn't was because of the internet connection out here in the boondocks and I decided well I had a three month trial card with the Xbox so I'll give it a whirl and then I, that's when I got hooked uh, but uh, and then I thought well the multiplayer is where it's at <clears throat> so okay. I uh, took mine back <laughs> so so that says something but uh, so uh, some things that uh, we'll touch on next time that we didn't have time for today. Uh, I want to review Ashgrounds Call 3. Uh, have you played that, Naven? Uh, no, I have not. I'm still on Revelation, so I have okay. to beat that. 
All right. Well, that's your objective for next time. This has been such a good guess this time. Uh, finish yeah. finish uh, Revelations and then start three. <laughs> All right. Because I know I'll I can't rely. On, I know I can't rely on Slam for that. Nope. <laughs> he has his niche. That's right. Uh, also, next time uh, we'll do a hardware review uh, of uh, uh, in a loop rechargeable batteries and the Lacrosse smart battery charger. Uh, if any of you have been following the forums a couple weeks ago, I had a, had a, a, a scare with a cheap ass battery charger that I got from Harbor Freight. Uh, first of all, if you have kids, you got to get rechargeable batteries, right guys? Yeah. <laughs> you got a thousand fucking things that need batteries. And so, uh, you know, literally I have probably three dozen of every type of battery rechargeable in this house. And so I bought cheap Harbor Freight batteries and a uh, Harbor Freight charger, and I used them for about a year. And then uh, about two weeks ago, uh, my wife and I are watching TV, and uh, I just started to hear this hissing sound. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And this battery was ready to blow up on the charger. And I just, yeah, set, it, yeah. I just set it on there for a couple hours. It was just on there. And normally I would go to bed. Because at the end of the night, usually, is when I put them on the charger. So uh, I caught it in time, thank God, and set it outside. And uh, so I was holding off on this battery charger purchase. This uh, lacrosse charger is uh, a smart charger, so it can uh, uh, do a whole bunch of different shit. I won't go into it, so we'll save it for next time. But uh, look forward to that. Uh, maybe we'll have Jess on as our guest next week or next month for the next episode. Uh, a lot of you know her as the foul-mouthed sailor girl, uh, Captain's, <laughs> Captain's significant other. <laughs> I wouldn't say better half because I'm not sure. I think Scott would be the better half of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, love you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll talk about GTA Five. Uh, they come out with uh, they're running another trailer. Uh, you can pre-order now it's still scheduled tentative spring 2013 no uh official date yet <clears throat> and then another topic next time i want to talk on was uh playstation versus xbox uh xbox culture uh, because i'm sure we've seen it on the forum uh, that uh it just seems like a different culture uh on the different consoles so maybe we'll get a playstation guy over here and uh talk about that uh, and then we'll f- wrap it up with, of course, Cool Story Bro, which uh, Naven was going to contribute this time around. Okay, so I, uh, I live in Florida uh, in a large beach culture, and uh, there's a lot of nice shops and restaurants to eat on the, le- you know, on, on the beach, on the coast type thing. And uh, the only problem with that is that because there's so many people on the beach, all of the stores and restaurants never let you use the restaurant. Okay, <laughs> unless you're buying something or you are, you know, eating at the restaurant, then you can't use the restroom. So I'm eating at a place um, on the beach with a family, uh, my in-laws, which made the story that much more embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and I had a nice greasy cheeseburger. Well, yeah, if anyone but... knows me, um, what'd you say? I, I, I have a feeling I know where this is going. <laughs> right. Well. If anyone knows me, uh, greasy burgers do not uh, fend well in my stomach. And so they're like, oh, you need to use restroom before we leave. I'm like, no, I'm good. Uh, And so we were walking on the beach, and I'm like, oh, crap. It hits me. It's like, (laughs) literally. Literally. 
And I'm like, okay, I got to run to the bathroom. So I'm running through down the stretch and I go into a store and they're like, sir, you cannot use this bathroom. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to, you know, lose it here. So I ran to the next store. <laughs> they will not let me do it either. So I finally find a CVS and I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And I walk in and I, I don't see a bathroom. I'm looking around. I can't find where the bathroom is. And there's this group of people standing in the center store circling some blonde person. I'm like, who, what is happening? So I'm like, excuse me, sir. And they're like, shh, shh, and shushing me and everything really rude. And I'm like, no, I need to use the restroom. And they're like basically telling me to shut up because someone else is talking. Well, the crowd parts like the effing Red Sea. And in the center of the circle is Brooke Hogan, who is the <laughs> daughter of the famous yeah. Hulk Hogan, also known around these parts as Terry Balea. Well, he lives right right near my house, um, or used to at least, and uh, and she was there shopping, trying to buy some umbrella for her fake tan, or I don't know, whatever. Um, so so hold, hold on, let me, let me let me pause right here. So, <laughs> the, the the famous daughter of Hulk Hogan is in a CVS, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and not no, some fancy ritzy store. No, it's it's weird. It's like. The, you always see them around here as well as Macho Man. Macho Man Randy Savage died about 20 feet from my house. He hit a, he had a heart attack in his in his Wrangler and hit a tree. Um, and so they all live around me. Um, so, I mean, a little somber note on the story. Sorry about that. But anyway, um, so I'm like every – I'm trying to get these people's attention, uh, you know, to talk to – you know, to try to find a restaurant. And they're all talking to Brooke Hogan. And then I'm like – Excuse me, I'm sorry, Brooke Hogan, but I am going to shit my pants if someone doesn't help me. <laughs> like, do not use that language around me, sir. And like this old lady, like, I never, you know. And so they kick me out of CVS, and I shit myself in the middle of or the front of CVS on the street. I have to throw away my my uh, my boxers, my brand new boxers. I have to throw them away. I walk back to my in-laws. My in-laws are like. Hey, where'd you go for the long? I was busy shitting my pants. Can we leave? And and that was <laughs> two weeks later. Two weeks later, I'm driving. I have a uh, four door Jeep Wrangler, and I'm driving that down uh, the strip again. And I I stop at a red light. It turns green, and I go to go. And then Hulk Hogan runs the red light, and I almost run over my childhood idol with my Jeep Wrangler. Um, and <laughs> good thing he took his ride. Looks back at me. Huh? <laughs> right, exactly. And he looks back at me and flips me off for oh, him running. No way! <laughs> Hulk Hogan so flips kick like, his ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you better Hulk. run, you know. And then I'm gone. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's bad. Time. Living in Clearwater, Florida is uh, is quite the trip, I must say. Uh, cool story, bro. Oh my God, David, thank you so much for that. That was. It's gonna be hard to top that one. <laughs> yeah, just it. Oh no one else is going to hear this, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure yeah. <thing. laughs> We're going to be famous now. Good thing we named this episode The Big Deuce. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I was thinking at the beginning, I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> all right, guys. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> we laughing all day about that, Naven. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot for your contribution. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Everybody out there, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Excuse the noise. Uh, cleaning up from a contractor being here early, earlier. Uh, so have a happy Thanksgiving and a safe holiday. And look for FNG Friday. Uh, I'm going to post about that here shortly. 
And uh, uh, we'll see you next time. And I was wondering, uh, since last time we talked about catchphrases, David, did you have a catchphrase at all when you're gaming? Um, I I stole the boom goes the dynamite. Oh, that's oh, right. <laughs> boom goes the dynamite. Which, if you're not familiar with that, because uh, I remember talking about this in a Xbox Live party, some people didn't know where it, know about it, and that was. Uh, just YouTube search Boom Goes a Dynamite. It's about this college kid who was trying to be a sportscaster and doing a terrible job at it. And then out of out of nowhere, near the end of the game, he comes up with this catchphrase of, of this guy landing a three-pointer, right? Uh, right. And he says, Boom Goes a Dynamite. And it turned out to be like one of the biggest fucking catchphrases in sports history after that. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot. Another one uh, in the books. And uh, we'll catch you next time. See you guys. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, take it easy.